0: wondered what hypnosis might be and what it can do for you you've come to the right place welcome to hypnosis everywhere with your host inez simpson this is the show that talks to everyone from the experienced practitioner to the cautiously curious and yes even the skeptics now here's Inez simpson
1: well hello everybody and welcome back to hypnosis everywhere I have a great guest on tonight from down under. Well, not quite in Australia, so you understand that I still consider New Zealand down under. We're on Mm -hmm. the other half of where we are. So uh, welcome here, Justine, and um, I'm really happy to talk to you today because we're going to cover all kinds of ground. But first of all, I'd like you just to introduce yourself and what you do in New Zealand, etc. What you've been doing in the past few years, how you came to hypnosis, that sort of stuff.
2: Yeah. Hi. Hi, um, Ines and everybody. Yeah, I'm from New Zealand and I run an organization called Hypnosis New Zealand. Um, It's a community of people where we get lots of guests um, over here and have Zoom calls. I took over Hypnosis New Zealand about two or three years ago. And in New Zealand, it was very quiet with hypnotherapy. When I came into the scene there, wasn't, there was f- a few New Zealand trainings, but there wasn't a lot of international stuff. And so when I took over Hypnosis New Zealand, I came in with a goal of um, just creating a really solid, good community of people uh, working together and also um, getting a lot of international people here, a lot of training, just upping the education so that hypnosis can start to get recognized in New Zealand. It's been a pretty amazing journey. And, yeah, and even the international community, it's amazing who jumps in. I have a Zoom call probably two or three times a month. And um, just the hypnotherapy guests that are happy to come on from all around the world and chat with us is pretty amazing.
1: Yeah. Well, you're a great host for that because uh, I know from being there, but also I think from what I've heard from some of my friends, uh, they love to go to be with you because you are a great moderator, great person knowing about hypnosis, all that stuff.
2: And and we're very relaxed and casual over here in New Zealand.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's right. Good for Canadians anyway.
2: (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. So people are quite surprised when I um, message and say, do you want to come on our show? Um, Just letting you know that we're very relaxed (laughs) and casual. (laughs) So if you want to even wear your pajamas, it's
1: okay. (laughs) Yeah. This is New Zealand. I bet many people yeah. are nowadays. Just see yeah, the head. Yeah. It, got a little,
0: <laughs> yeah, it was yeah. a
1: funny thing there is Some guy on, on TV or something was wearing his shorts underneath, but it got caught, so it was yeah. funny. <laughs> but I'm sure a lot of people are doing that.
2: So, I think they'll be doing that now with, with, with doing a lot of Zoom Zoom calls. Yeah, so that's that's what I do now. I, I also have a, um, a private business called ThoughtWorks where I see – possibly around 20 clients a week um, when we're not really in COVID so much. But, um, yeah, and I just work with all different things in the clinic. So I also teach Hypnosis New Zealand. We, um, I train a diploma in an advanced course. And so with me using having clients as well, it means that I'm working with people as well as being able to take that to my students.
1: Yeah. yeah, I always said that, and I don't know, Justine. I probably agree with you most things. So, um, I, al- I mean, I teach, and I have clients, and I think it's always beneficial to keep doing clients when you're teaching, because yeah. otherwise, you don't seem to grow with it. you keep some stagnant or something. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. And I have found most of my learnings has been through working with clients. Yeah, um, you learn a lot from them, especially the
1: harder ones. <laughs> <laughs> I think yeah. every now and then you get one of those just to keep you on your toes.
2: Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, so, and, and for my hip, hypnotherapy journey, um, how I came into hypnosis, pretty much I was brought up in a family where um, I was surrounded in all of the books. I was surrounded in um, Tony Robbins and I was quite fortunate. So I had a, um, parents that were really interested in the mind positive thinking, manifestation, those kind of things. Um, I recently found out that a good friend of my father's, Neville Rowe, who was around me when I was young, actually travelled the world teaching past-life aggression.
0: Oh, so yeah. I
2: didn't actually connect the dots until maybe in the last two years. Um, that, that was probably why, what drew me towards hypnotherapy, I guess. I have a really neat little photo of me at five, just hiding around the corner, listening to my dad talking <laughs> to him about yeah <laughs> about past lives. So, so I'm guessing that's what kept you know that, that drew it. And so, about ten or fifteen years ago, I studied NLP and CBT, just as part of um, I was into natural modality. So I did homeopathics and I did uh, massage therapy, and and then I stumbled across hypnotherapy, and that was it. It was. Well, we're thankful
1: because you're a pretty great hypnotist, and I think that's great that you're out doing that. You're not only a great hypnotist, you're a great entrepreneur. I know that from uh, just hanging out with you.
2: Yeah, yeah. So pretty much when I took over Hypnosis New Zealand, like I said, my my passion in New Zealand is to get it recognized, is to um, have it as one of the go-to therapies or modalities for people to use. And it is happening. It's happening. I'm teaching a lot of psychologists, psychiatrists. They are coming through um, and understanding how powerful it is. So things are changing.
1: Oh, that's great. I think things are changing all over the world, but you started in, uh, in a country that's not really hugely populated and yeah. uh, you've gone really far in two or three years.
2: Yeah, yeah. And it's been an exciting ride. I've been over to Canada with you and Australia lots and um yeah, the hypnotherapy community is amazing. It's a solid community of people, good people.
1: Yeah. So now I'm just going to bring in, of course, that uh, that Justine has agreed to be my trainer in New Zealand for Simpson Protocol. So yep. I'm pretty happy about that because I usually only ask people that I really feel are open to it and are really um, passionate about hypnosis. So. You fit the bill really well.
2: <laughs> yeah, and I'm very, very, very excited about it. I love Simpson Protocol and use it all the time. It's it's amazing, and it's a good step forward. So after people have, um, you know, gone through the real basic things, um, having that there for, for the students to go through too is amazing. So we've got one coming up in June. Yep, looking forward SM to it. Training. So I'll be there with S. Well, topic. I'll be
1: online because we're still not going to be able to travel there. So, yeah. uh, but it, it is great. You guys are going to be loosened up somewhat though. You may even yeah. be able to have one of those days live with yeah. the group if they choose, right?
2: Yeah, we are actually today. So we went into level two today. So yeah. in town everything's open Um, as from today and groups up to a hundred. So we probably can do one of those days in yeah. person, which yeah. I might organize. Yeah.
1: It's kind of a bonus for people that are there locally. Uh, You know, doing the online training now, I found that they learn everything they need to learn. But sometimes it's just about the fun part of it.
2: Yeah, yeah. And the the people. Yeah, I found the online training um, excellent. I was quite surprised um, transitioning from being in class to being online,
1: how Mm
0: -hmm. that
2: connection was still there between the students.
1: Yeah, I found that too, and I also found that they actually focused more on what you were saying. So maybe the fun in the classroom was always hindering that a little bit.
2: Yeah, yeah, definitely. And and having that space so that at lunchtime when you do um, switch off, they actually go and have some lunch instead of chatting and and have that relaxation, then come back in and and focus
1: again. Yeah,
2: it was. Yeah, it was. It was really successful.
1: Yeah, I agree. And uh, what else is? are your plans in the near future? Um, got any ideas for opening up some really interesting sort of venues or types of trainings or whatever? Do you have any yeah, ideas? Yeah,
2: so in New Zealand, my next big thing I'm planning is a conference. I haven't had a conference. I know Hypnosis New Zealand has had them in the past. I've been to one. Um but, yeah, so at the end of the year, I'm planning... It was going to be in September, but, of course, um, we changed it just in case. So the next big thing, yeah, is a conference here. I'm going to showcase mostly New Zealanders in this one because we do have a an amazing bunch of people that have been, you know, doing hypnotherapy for a long time. But because um, New Zealanders didn't really branch out into, you know, America and online in the past, that they're quite... They're quite hidden, but there's some brilliant people here. So, my aim was to showcase some Kiwis at this conference, maybe bring in a couple of international people and just get that community even stronger here.
1: You just don't know, even though uh, you guys will be open and things, there might not be an openness from the other countries to be allowed no, to go out. Not. So, maybe my plan was. <laughs> Pre-planned, yeah, pre-planned, <laughs> and and we'll see where it goes. I'm supposed to yeah. be somewhere in September. We'll see where that goes. Yeah, I, yeah. You know, yeah. I'm pretty sure that's not going to be the the thing yet. But we'll we'll just keep moving things forward, and what happens happens. Yeah. So I have,
2: um, yeah, I was going to say, and it is very important that we do keep on looking out into the future, as we know as hypnotherapists. Um, it is important to have that that future goal, and it's quite easy right now to. Close it off and just sit back, thinking, "What am I going to do?" So uh, that's right. People to need to
1: focus on what the future brings, not yep. just but doing things, not just uh, saying, "And well, I got to wait till COVID's over." Exactly, you know, that kind of thing.
2: But just yeah, keeping on planning it and, and picturing it and
1: and, and especially forward. pushing that clients do the work online because you know what, it's actually quite beneficial. I found working with clients online, they actually allow more because they're comfort of their own home. Now, yeah. and there might be other reasons too. But so uh, if we can push that because people are going to need a lot of help when COVID's over. And now too, because some of them are really having a hard time, uh, even though you guys are starting to open up. So you might get some of those people that are scared to go out yeah scared, exactly. all those things yeah. so even accommodating them with more online work is is really important i think
2: i think it, ha- and it has opened their minds up to it because i've got clients messaging now to book in and they're quite happy to do it still at home yeah they're because
1: not, it might have been working. some of our limiting beliefs saying that we you know we're not going to do it very well it's probably better on one-on-one and clients have the same thing so it's just a matter of shifting and understanding that it's just the same or even better
2: yeah yeah and I mean we all know with hypnosis it's the clients doing the work really in the mind we're just Mm -hmm. directing it so whether we're sitting together in a room or in Canada and New Zealand
1: (laughs) yeah it's no difference no
2: difference yeah yeah
1: yeah and so it has pushed us that really helped me when I've been doing um, online sessions around the world for the last two years. And it really helped me when I switched to the online training. Yeah. Because I was already broken in the law.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think this, the COVID 19 thing has pushed everyone outside of their, little, their limits or their squares. And, and it's been quite eye
1: opening. Yeah, it sure is. And you know. the whole thing, I think, is moving hypnosis. As a profession forward
2: yeah yeah definitely and we are one of the um, modalities that can actually help people with anxiety and things like that from Mm -hmm. home we don't have to be there and so this is one of those times that we can actually get in and make a difference we can um yeah we can actually get out there and say hey we're here and we can help you and you don't even need to come to the office
1: Yeah. And you know what? There is also the thing that for some reason, they're very in in their own. They might be on their bed. They might be on a recliner. They might be somewhere very comfortable. And they have their own, as Jackie says, their own smells, their own everything. It's their own environment. And if there's animals there, you know, people are always a little bit afraid of that, but not that they'll jump on them and break the spell. And I say, you know, there's no spell to have if they want to sit on your lap and they're comfortable as long as I can you know, talk to you and it's all fine. So yeah. breaking those illusions of people thinking that they mustn't move and they mustn't ever, you know, say anything or, you know, this is a – when we do hypnosis, it's a very interactive thing. And if a cat's sitting on the lap and making them feel good, it's just a bonus.
2: Yeah, yeah. I've got a good story about that. I, um My dad had a – he has quite a few TIAs and he had a little – um, TIA which is a mini stroke and after having a stroke he didn't know how to shave which was interesting so that part of the brain obviously just um, switched off and so we decided to try a little bit of hypnosis and he was sitting on a rocking chair and, and everyone's in the room and the dog's in the room. And my dad is one of those people that if you say, now close your eyes and relax them down to the point that they don't feel like opening, he'll open them and say, it's not working, <laughs> which is really <laughs> just how it is, you know. Um, but so he closed his eyes and um, just said a few things about um, just going back to a time, you know, when you are shaving. Or I can't even remember what I said. There wasn't an induction. It was just pretty much straight in. Um, and then the dog, um, survey came over and pretty much leaped on him and it's a massive border collie (laughs) and he just opened his eyes and that was it. So it was only a few minutes and then the dog came over. But the next morning, he actually, when he got up, he went to the bathroom, he shaved, he went into the kitchen and sat down to have his breakfast without even realizing that he had shaved. He just went back to the same old program prior to the TIA. So the dog didn't didn't affect it at all. Yeah, so I thought that was quite a neat neat little story. One about the power of hypnosis, but two about how it doesn't matter who's around. um,
1: No, it doesn't. People, you know. You know, there's so much um, information that people have from very old movies and all that kind of stuff, but even the old thinking of the 50s and 60s has prevailed and stayed with us that, you know, you mustn't do anything to make this sort of state disappear. And yeah, yeah, you know, it's yeah. such a natural state that we just using it and keeping it there, and we are just trying to educate people that they don't have to be concerned. It happens to them every single day. Mm-hmm. All we're doing is using whatever transfer.
2: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Even sitting on a seat, closing your eyes. <laughs>
0: you
1: and you know, I've even done that with people who couldn't close their eyes, where people were had very. Uh, We're very afraid of having not any control with their eyes open. you just hypnotize them with their eyes open and it still works. It's it's only an illusion that we give people to go. They can go inside easier, right? It doesn't have to do. I mean, think about it. When they're out on stage, they're running around with their eyes open.
2: I know. I feel um, when I'm in a deep, deeper state, when we're doing SP, I feel more comfortable with my eyes open. Um, looking around the room and I watch my fingers moving thinking oh that's really interesting <laughs> the conscious mind is there it doesn't matter how deep I go but I actually feel more comfortable with my eyes open
1: yeah um, I have I, clients uh, that open yeah. their eyes all, on and off all the time it doesn't change the fact that they're in a nice deep state of hypnosis it's just that yeah, yeah. they open their eyes
2: <laughs> and things do look a bit the, things do look a bit different you get that um you know the 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 funny vision and and but yeah it's it's yeah but it definitely doesn't affect my trance whatsoever. I probably even go deeper with my eyes. I open. think so.
1: I mean, think about it. If somebody has an, uh, an idea that they can't, they don't want to close their eyes because they don't feel safe. They'll feel much safer with their eyes open. They'll go much exactly. deeper. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> definitely. Know? Yeah. And I yeah. mean,
2: how often are people in trances in town anyway? You walk past them and they don't even know you've been there. <laughs> <laughs> they're just staring, they're just going for that goal.
1: Yeah, yeah. That's total focus, right? Yeah, yeah. And that's all we're we're asking for people is just allow that focus to come in. And yeah. usually just it comes in internally and they use they end up using their whole mind instead of just the, the frontal cortex part. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. So we've got about a minute left on this section. So I, I really, the only thing I can think of then is that I haven't asked you in this part, is you're getting other people in from internationally. Have you had them in? There have been for those Zoom meetings. Are you thinking any specific trainings in the near future, maybe next year when when things open up?
2: Yeah, so so we have got quite a few people lined up. It's been, so pretty much when people come to New Zealand or Australia now, Hypnosis New Zealand brings them over. Um, And so when I hear of any, Hypnotherapists that I like what they do. Um, Yeah, that, that they're coming to Australia, I pretty much talk to them and they head over. Great. So,
1: guess what? This is the end of the first segment. So, we'll see everybody on the other side.
0: Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. We know lasers are in use in almost every aspect of the medical profession these days. Now there's a powerful, unique and safe laser you can use at home. Quantum Scalar Wave Lasers using Tesla technology allow the body to do what it does best, heal itself. Scalar Wave Lasers work down to the cellular level and can even reset cellular memory for outstanding outcomes. The Quantum Lasers use three different wavelengths in one laser for optimum results. It's government approved and safe for home use. For more information, visit Simpson Protocol slash lasers or click the banner on this show's webpage.
1: Hi, this is Inez Simpson. Thanks for listening to the show Hypnosis Everywhere. If this is the first time listening, well, we have a whole treasure trove of shows archived here and on Voice America page and in Hypnosis Everywhere website, all free for you to listen to anytime. The first year's broadcast showed the amazing diversity of the talent and the skills of those people who make up our fascinating hypnosis community. This season, Hypnosis Everywhere, the next level, will delve deep into where modern hypnosis is now taking us. The new discoveries and adventures as we explore this infinite mind of ours. And we explore Simpson Protocol Hypnosis that is taking us higher and deeper than ever before, We'll talk about the astounding insights that show us how our mind can shape and change our lives for the better. So come join us on Hypnosis Everywhere, amazing people who are on amazing adventures in this world of hypnosis.
0: Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. You're listening to Hypnosis Everywhere, the Simpson Protocol. To reach the show today, send an email to Inez. That's I-N-E-S at InezSimpson.com. Now, back to this week's program.
1: Well, welcome back. And we'll go right talking to Justine because what we're going to talk about now is a little bit to do with me. And I like that. (laughs) So tell your stories and be really good. (laughs)
2: yeah yeah so um i thought i'd talk about my first experience with the simpson protocol so hypnosis new zealand we um and i we we met we're pretty much hooked up to do a training in new zealand and i didn't look into really what it was it was i just assumed it was a hypnotherapy training and we advertised and and i turned up in auckland and sat down and i was quite surprised as it started, because for, for me, it was quite spiritual. I'd call it quite spiritual.
1: Yeah, um, I, I would call it holistic, but the holistic. Sp- people who are spiritual notice the spiritual very much.
2: Yeah, yeah. So while I was sitting there, I started getting, it was pretty much, I'd, I'd say, mind-blowing. My mind, um, there was a lot of information, and it started opening me up to different, um, different ideas with hypnosis and hypnotherapy. So... The first time I tried SP, I thought to myself, "Hmm, I wonder if I could use this to increase, enhance my (laughs) spiritual abilities. You know, normally I'd go, oh, I want to try this for weight loss or something like that. But I thought, I'm going to try SP to enhance spiritual abilities. So that is what the uh, intention was when I went in, even though we don't need an intention. And they they said, um, you don't need an intention, we just practice. I decided, no, I'm going to put it out there. And so we had the session and when I opened my eyes, I could see colours around people. It was unbelievable. I almost felt like I was floating on the ceiling for the rest of the four days. <laughs> it was, <laughs> it, was such, it was such a funny experience. I remember um, I liked the feeling, so I purposely didn't switch myself out of it. I know I could have come back to reality if I, would, I wanted to, but I remember sitting on the chair and, and looking down at my hands thinking I can't really move them this is this is actually very cool (laughs) (laughs) and I was looking around the room and I noticed things opened up spiritually and I by the end of um by the end of the day I could hear someone was talking to me and wanted to talk to Ines and so in the end it was such an urge to talked to aness that i went over to her and just said look i think someone wants to talk to you which for me hasn't i've been around spiritual things for a long time um since i was very young um, but i've never experienced something like that and so after the class we um just put me into a trance and and started communicating with um someone that she communicates with through people when she does the trainings pretty much and it was and ever since then, um, I pretty much changed my life spiritually, that's for sure. Um, yeah, it's,
1: <laughs> yeah. You're not yeah. the first to tell a similar story, but yours was special because it wasn't just a, a channeling of some being or whatever it was. Like you say, someone that's virtually is very involved in uh, teaching me SP and doing all those things right yeah, and moving yeah. us forward in whatever way so it was a bonus i was quite surprised when it happened but it sure was a great experience for me too
2: yeah yeah and it was it was such a new experience for me i have seen things like that before but i didn't think it was something that that i would be doing personally my mind i wouldn't say analytical but my mind's always been um curious about finding out how things work and getting underneath and it's always been quite yeah yeah, I'd probably say quite analytical. So so for me to be able to have let go enough and to open up like that was something pretty special. Yeah. That's yeah. So, yeah. I,
1: I think uh, it was one of the more powerful channelings that I ever came across in class. I mean, because we do get them off and on, but uh, it was very, the being whose energy was pretty strong, right? Yeah, yeah. What well, you were channeling, whatever that was, we don't know exactly what it is. It's a when we asked it said just a frequency <laughs> so yeah, yeah. so I, was, I know that and that's all it needs and but it's, it was very powerful and i could really feel the energy of that what was talking through you and you're yeah, a very yeah, female yeah. female and that was a very masculine a man <laughs> yeah it was really, very
2: yeah 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 and i do think it's something um and i understand it as something that we need to um be safe about it's not a game. You don't go into no, hypnosis not. on your own just to try and channel things. Mm. Um, you do it in an environment where you're with someone and it's and it's safe and you're you're working
1: with yeah
2: a high energy because everything was- is yin
1: and yang, right? Light yeah. and dark. Everything is there. So you you yeah. yeah there's always. Things that you need for it to be safe and, and calm. Now that's the spiritual side of what opened up in you, and we've had a couple of other guests on that that were, had that happen to them. But there's also the side that there's some interesting things happening with the weight loss. W- uh, weight loss. Yes. Remember, definitely. we talked about. <laughs> It's pretty funny because when you were in Canada, you came to do uh, a training in Canada because you're going to be a trainer. So you came and did training with me, training here. And uh, it was interesting. At the time, you decided you were going to lose some weight. <laughs> yeah. you can you yeah. tell that story? Because I think it's helpful. Oh, um,
2: so when, uh, the funny one with Lisa. So I was doing a SP session with my friend Lisa. and. Um, one of the questions we like to ask is what is optimal for the client for, for diet and food. And because when I do this, my eyes are open um, and I hear, and the conscious part of me is always listening. I think it's because I'm a trainer and a teacher. So I like the conscious part of me is always listening to what's, you know, quite actively listening. And um, so when Lisa asked me what was up, op- optimal for me food wise my voice came through and said liquid <laughs> and, 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 and my conscious voice was like no it's not I like food <laughs> yeah so so anyway she locked in um so so we kind of agreed on just like the one small meal a day and it was locked in and it was amazing it, it um yeah from then on um yeah, my body just adjusted to the one small meal a day. It's kind of worn off in the last Yeah,
1: because you don't need it You don't need it. <laughs> do <laughs> uh, yeah, I
2: don't need it now, but I am going to um I am going to have another SP session and, and hope it. it wasn't
1: up. the part I was thinking was so hilarious. Oh. It was the part when you were here afterwards. Uh, afterwards. And, and you wanted to have a free reign while you were you were allowed to be anything you said the new you yeah. uh, you did a negotiation with your mind and it said fine right fine, yeah. and, then when, and then when i go home it will switch
2: straight back to and that's it and i did have some yeah so i managed to have some really yummy food in canada
1: So you know that the understanding here is that everybody thinks you program the mind and you have to, you know, comp out. This is you with your higher mind has created a thing that you agreed to follow. And then without any, it didn't take any work because it was just fine, right? And It just worked easy. But when you came, you decided to blow it. (laughs) (laughs) And, and, And it said, okay, that's all right. And then as soon as you walked off the plane, it just went back into mode. It's, I yeah, think it's yeah. hilarious. I, uh, it's so good at telling people how this higher part of you works. It's yeah, not going to make it does, you do yeah. anything. It wants you to do it in an easy way, and it'll just set it up for you. And I think that's great. So that's I think that's a hilarious story. Yeah,
2: and I think Jackie, because I did have a session uh, with, with Jackie, one of the other SP trainers, and she um, we talked about – yeah, having holiday modes, which which was interesting too. So that when I go on holiday, I can do whatever I want. We program that, and afterwards,
1: that so was well, quite. I fun. think I don't think that's a. I think that's a smart thing. To, you program it the way the client wants it.
2: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. And it, it's important as working with the client's mind, the best results come when you fit in with what what they want and their belief systems and perceptions.
1: Mm-hmm. So, so yeah. now. I know in New Zealand they're really like the gastric band, which works quite well. But yeah. you were, strange things happened to you a little bit when we, after you did SP. Yet people come in and actually their fingers were already saying yes or no through the gastric yeah, yeah. band. <laughs> yeah, so
2: I, I have an um, emotional release protocol that I work through with clients, um, which involves gastric band. and involves sp it, it pretty much is what what the client needs is what they get to lose the weight yeah and yes. and so when i do um what i call normal um hypnosis <laughs> um <laughs> you know just talking away i noticed that um the client's fingers would start moving i'd get a yes or a no and this is um clients that have not done sp with me yet so in my mind i would just say you know using telepathy um is this a superconscious mind communicating with me? And then i would get a yes. And so um, a part of me would be following through the normal session and then another part of me would be communicating with superconscious and just saying things like, um, you know, can you please do anything that needs to be done um, at, at, at a higher level or um, to get the results that we want today? So it's fascinating because that didn't just happen once. It wasn't a once-off. It started happening quite often so i think doing the sp has opened up um yeah some kind of communication with the higher part of with the superconscious part of the clients when they come in whether they've experienced it or not
1: in an sp we tend to use telepathy and a lot of people when when i when they come in i'll i'll explain to them why that is because their answers will come through the fingers And it's coming from their mind. And as they get those answers to questions they didn't even know what they were, they start to trust themselves. And that's the powerful thing about telepathy.
2: Yeah, definitely.
1: Plus, it also keeps us on our toes because we, we never want to do any harm. So we always check with superconscious, is it okay to even ask this question sometimes? Yeah. right? And uh, is it okay for the client? So uh, we are a very client-centered way of doing it, but telepathy works and people will think, well, that's strange. But you know, that part of the mind, that really higher part of the mind, there is no language. They, I can talk to them in Flemish, you could talk to them in New Zealand, to someone who doesn't understand your accent, it would be great. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, I mean, I hate to make fun of you because but I do like to tease you so uh yeah. <laughs> Graham Norton in Britain he loves New Zealanders
0: yeah he yeah. loves
1: to take the mickey out of them, right because yeah. of the accent so it's lovely because we all have accents I got a Canadian accent it's yeah, just that I I'm used to hearing hmm?
2: <laughs> it I didn't have an accent you have an accent yeah that's right I love Canadian that accent. <laughs> <laughs> my accent my 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 voice is just normal
1: Yeah. So that takes me because now that makes me think about Belgium when I was talking Flemish and they were all laughing at the at my uh, dialect. Yeah, (laughs) because it's old, like really old. So but that just shows you any kind of communication. It doesn't matter. So I got about four minutes left in this section here. So I I know you just told me this morning about an experience you had with another trainer in the in in our SP community. So yes. and that was Christoph from Belgium. So I I, I kind of tweaked together, and I'd like you to can you tell us that? Yeah, so.
2: definitely. So a few um, this weekend we had a, a trainers meeting, and um, Christoph and I decided to have a um, just have a catch up. And while we were talking, we were talking about different things, like just health things, German new medicine, um, and he was talking about. Um, how he was been working with clients with eye problems and just different physical things in the body. And so I mentioned to him that I did have quite a serious trauma last year in May. And so I have been to the hospital and my vision in my left eye had has slowly been going and my hearing's been a bit funny. There's been things going on. And Christoph just said to me, okay, close your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I did. And yeah, and he... We pretty much went into a trance and I, of course, started, um, someone else came through, uh, which generally happens when I'm working with SP trainers. And yeah, and the next morning, I just woke up and I was driving to work and my vision and my left eye was crystal clear. It was sharp and it felt like my eye was open more. Um, like I could see, yeah, it was very, I had to message him straight away. It was a very interesting feeling. I realized that my right eye isn't as great as I thought it was because because now my left eye is, is better than my right eye. And honestly, that would have taken us maybe five minutes, yeah. I'd say. Yeah, yeah. So he called in, um, who he calls in to, to work with while doing the SP. And um, I don't remember much about what what was said because I was, on the side of my body, um, curiously watching what was going on. Yeah, and it was uh, amazing, absolutely amazing. So it wow. shows what can, can be done with with SP and and with the how powerful the mind is.
1: And the imagination, because uh, yeah. what Christoph does, and he's so good at, is just taking it wherever. Yeah. You know, there's no thinking about it. He just lets it go, and. He's enormously good at it. And, you know, I don't mind giving him this plug because usually when he's on the show, and we've had him on a couple times, there's always – he gets lots of feedback from people. Yeah, yeah.
2: And it's amazing how the connection – I was in New Zealand. He was in Belgium. And the the connection was so strong. You could just feel it. You could feel the energy in the room. It was no different to being in person and extremely powerful – I've already, um, I'm already pushing people to go to him in New Zealand that have got house problems.
1: Yeah, so, you know, when people use SP, we all use it slightly differently. We all, we all have great skills and they're all slightly different. And that was what we were doing those three days. We were learning from each other yep. and it was awesome. And I think our community is so great and you're the really great uh, addition to it. Yep, thank you. Thank you very much yep. for that. So uh, it's only a minute left in this section. Everything goes so fast. But that, you know, Justine is talking about regular hypnosis that she teaches. She talks about any other kinds of hypnosis she teaches. And then she adds SP on, which is maybe a little bit different for most. And it's made mostly for client, for people that are hypnotists who don't care if they're in charge because they're not in charge of the the thing. Uh, The client's mind is totally in charge. And they don't ever tell anyone what to do. Great, so on that great note,
2: great. Yeah.
1: we're gonna go to break.
2: Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. see you on the other side. Yeah.
0: Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness.
1: Hi. This is Inez Simpson. Thanks for listening to the show, Hypnosis Everywhere. If this is the first time listening, well, we have a whole treasure trove of shows archived here and on Voice America page and on Hypnosis Everywhere website, all free for you to listen to anytime. The first year's broadcast showed the amazing diversity of the talent and the skills of those people who make up our fascinating hypnosis community. This season, Hypnosis Everywhere, the next level, will delve deep into where modern hypnosis is now taking us, the new discoveries and adventures as we explore this infinite mind of ours. And we explore Simpson Protocol Hypnosis that is taking us higher and deeper than ever before. We'll talk about the astounding insights that show us how our mind can shape and change our lives for the better. So come join us on Hypnosis Everywhere, amazing people who are on amazing adventures in this world of hypnosis.
0: We know lasers are in use in almost every aspect of the medical profession these days. Now there's a powerful, unique, and safe laser you can use at home. Quantum Scalar Wave Lasers using Tesla technology allow the body to do what it does best, heal itself. Scalar wave lasers work down to the cellular level and can even reset cellular memory for outstanding outcomes. The quantum lasers use three different wavelengths in one laser for optimum results. It's government-approved and safe for home use. For more information, visit Simpson Protocol slash lasers or click the banner on this show's webpage. You're listening to Hypnosis Everywhere, the Simpson Protocol. To reach the show today, send an email to Inez. That's I-N-E-S at InezSimpson.com. Now, back to this week's program.
1: And welcome back. And my director, you know, that guy that sits beside me, Martin, is nagging Unpaid. me in my ear. paid director. His, yes. He says, you know, Inez, you're so friendly with Justine, you never mentioned her last name once. So I'm going to do it now. Welcome back, Justine Litt. Thank you very much. Anais Simpson. <laughs> and then he said then he said she didn't really do come here, as in Parksville, British Columbia, she went to Saskatchewan. She got to travel around Canada. She stayed with me a day and then went to Canada. I mean, went to Saskatchewan to help me teach the course. So yeah, yeah, that was very, very exciting, trip. so now he'll be happy, maybe. Yeah, I I need to come back. Maybe I can come back next year. Yeah, that'd be great anytime. You're always welcome. So, um, what we want to talk about now, I think, for one thing, is we're talking about Simpson Protocol a lot. And what I want people to know is it's not really this SP that we're thinking is the hero here. The hero is the client's higher minds and all their part of the mind. So, we are just a Someone that puts them in the right place so they can access all the stuff they need from themselves. That's yeah. what we do,
2: and it's an easy, it's an easy way to do it. It's um, it's very effective, and it is an easy way to bring that part down into your hypnosis session. Um, especially, I know in the past when I have had a client's higher mind come through and actually talk to me just randomly in a normal hypnotherapy session, I've always been kind of overwhelmed and not sure what to do from there what to ask Um, because it is quite an experience when something comes into the room quite powerful and so it's great having the guidelines and the questions to actually ask what you need to ask to get the results and not be um, kind of blown away and stuck not knowing what to say which is where I have been in the past
1: And what I have to say, too, is people who are doing SP are not all like you. They're not all open and, you know, will be able to suddenly open spiritually that way. Some people are still left in their mundane world and working on mundane things. But it's all about that it's directed. It's allowed to be exactly what the practitioner and the client together and open up. And sometimes, you know, don't expect to. Come and see an SP practitioner and start to channel. It's not something that'll necessarily no. happen.
2: Yeah, definitely not. I don't. It doesn't happen with a lot of my clients. Um, and I've used it on a wide range of things. And when I do have people come in that I know aren't very open minded, then we just like we talk about some of the some of the things and the SP I decide in my mind. Um, I, yeah, so it's it's really good for. The spiritual stuff, but also everything
1: else. Yeah, physical, obviously. Look at your eye, uh, physical, mental, emotional. It, it just—it's a holistic thing that we open up, that it isn't just about the channeling. Even though you and I are kind of spiritual oriented and we love that stuff, <laughs> so and we are talking about it. But I also want to make sure that people don't think it's the only kind of thing that happens. Yeah, Because exactly. there's all yeah. kinds of things. Yeah. Yeah. We've yeah. had. It is. Yeah. We, there's also I mean many people that take SP, you take it very uh, spiritually oriented and and mundane. you do the other stuff too. And I have practitioners like uh, you know my friend Kenneth in, in uh, Australia that deals mostly with just everyday things from anything from uh, smoking all the way up to addictions. It doesn't matter, but he does everything and there's not he's not spiritually focused and most clients that come to him want for more like uh, anxiety and all that but we do all of that and we all do it in our own way and the people are attracted to us for whatever kind of hypnosis that we do in that framework of sp yeah
2: yeah, yeah. and i ha- i have noticed that things are changing especially in new zealand when when i started doing hypnotherapy i was i remember sitting in a class and when they asked what brought us to hypnotherapy? Um, I, I quietly said, "Past life regression," <laughs> Dolores Cannon, and um, I think at that at that course, I did have that's where I met my friend Lisa, who's a very good friend of mine. The it was pretty much something that wasn't discussed, it wasn't talked about. It, it was really a no go zone, and that that kept on going even when I was taking. Um, When I went and watched a few classes before I bought Hypnosis New Zealand, it was still something that wasn't really talked about. I did notice there were a few people that I would have called alternative at the class that I went and watched, but it definitely wasn't something discussed here in New Zealand. It wasn't talked about. Um, But then in saying that, I I remember going to a convention and they were discussing about how you should not advertise on Facebook. So, so I'm guessing when I came, when I and I and I had been. So I think, I think, um, I remember someone saying someone in this room has been advertising hypnotherapy on Facebook, and it's not good for our profession. So I did kind of slide down in my chair a little bit. But now, of course, everybody because is of, because yeah. of advertising on Facebook. You know, I've got yeah. such
1: business here. So, but that does show limiting beliefs that people have. Uh, including us we all every single person has limiting belief we were limited in belief and thinking we could do it online we're limited in belief in the 50s that we could only do hypnotize half the people there's been many limiting beliefs that we have surpassed and we'll be many more i'm sure
2: and yeah and and now what i'm finding i don't know if it's just me attracting them or whether uh, i'm pretty sure energies are changing i'm finding in the last year maybe I'd say 99.9% of the people coming through training are extremely open-minded. They're, they're open to um, all parts of the mind. They're, they're open to experimenting things. If, um, if we suddenly did talk about what would happen if you did, um, if your client did spontaneously go on to a past life, you know, how would we deal with that? How do we bring them back into this lifetime? It's, it seems to be that people that are coming through into our profession are very open-minded, spiritual, really good, positive people. Mm-hmm. And it's shift's only been in the last two or three years. Um, so, of course, the courses are getting um, mind-blowing. <laughs> We're having funny things happening in our courses. They seem to amp up um, each time. But the energy coming through, it's such a good, high, positive energy coming through with people that are really curious they're wanting more they're very open-minded um working with the different parts of the brain the higher self super conscious um they're they're eagerly wanting to know more
1: and i think it's a, a great and i think it's natural now people that are keeping themselves in that box they don't get to grow anymore and so there's nothing wrong with the hypnosis of the 50s and 60s but there's so much more now modern hypnosis has moved forward and to move forward that means that you have to be open to possibility and open to doing some things that you know in class that you're willing to do with people to to experiment you're not necessarily going to experiment on your clients necessarily but you you know when when people come into class they're willing <laughs> They're willing um, guinea pigs, right? Yeah, and always
2: experimenting. um, You know, you're in an environment where you are safe. There's people with you. Yeah. Um, You're always working with, it's really important that you do work with the highest source or the highest part of the person. Um,
1: Yeah, yeah, but the experimenting is how how this profession is getting. Yeah, that's how it grows. Otherwise, everything would be stagnant in every profession if nobody ever did anything new.
2: Exactly. Yeah, right. and and who knows where we can go with the mind? It it's just infinite, sec- I'm sure. Yeah, I don't know if you can see in this this room. Um, like it's
1: yeah. No, of- because they're on the radio.
2: Oh, I was going <laughs> to ask. <is there laughs> room there's, there's, it's full of certificates because the the mind is such a it's such a, a big thing. yes when you start studying the mind, it just opens up. A whole new world i have people saying to me there's just more and there's more and there's more and there's so much to learn but it's but we're learning about a part of us that's we don't really understand especially when we get to the higher mind um yeah, yeah so experimenting and 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 the cool thing with sp is that you can experiment you can ask questions and you can get a yes or no and it's pretty it gives you a pretty good answer yes. and yeah and then when you but the occasional person that does channel through, you have that good clear communication, and they are answering questions that they there's no way they'd know
1: about. No, and but, and the interesting thing is that uh, you can take it in any during, direction: physical, mental, emotional, spiritual. It's all part of the package, and then you can center where the client needs to go. It's where they go and take it. That it's always the way it is, and yeah. you know, even on that three day thing we just did. Um, Ludovic uh, my French trainer he just showed all kinds of stuff what we already do but he embellished a little bit how pain and how you could work with it and how it was important and and it just bringing it back to me exactly what to do I, I do it when I'm doing it but I it I sometimes float around and I think oh how do you specifically he he explained it quite well so We know that physically we can address, we've had people in the chairs that seem like there's a miracle because they've been open to possibilities so much that their mind, just like your eye went just in that one day. And this isn't everybody, people. I want you to understand that, is that, you know, tumor has dropped out from someone and all those sort of things happen, arthritic limbs going down and, and the swelling going down. Those things happen with people that are very open to possibility. It not us? We didn't do it. We don't yeah. do it. We don't yeah. know anything about doing it. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, that creates the possibility. Because if I was a surgeon, maybe that would help. But I couldn't do that kind of stuff. So you know, it's understanding that their mind is doing everything and the possibilities now. Uh, some people say, oh, that's terrible, The or they're you know, coming from a negative side, but there's a very positive side to faith in this. Yep. When you're in faith, and many people are, they're in faith, and if they can be in faith like that and open to the possible, anything can happen.
2: Anything is possible, yep.
1: yeah. Yep, we're working with yeah, the mind, the higher mind. Yeah, and so for me, I don't channel. I've never channeled, <laughs> but for me, it's fun to have it happen. <laughs> I always yep. love to see it and know it. I'm always very careful about it when somebody's doing it. I'm very careful. I ask some questions and just making sure that person's in a safe environment, all those things. But it's it's just a very good thing for us, and it opens my mind up and it opens everybody's mind in class up. Yeah, so yeah. I'm never going to turn it down when it happens in class. I'm quite happy when it does. Yeah, and we know,
2: we know when the um, – it's about discerning when when you are channeling who, who you know whether the yeah. the voice coming through is from a higher source and and when you are connected with yourself you know by how you feel you can discern you know
1: so Justine before we've only got a minute or so left is uh, I want you to say even though like hypnosis everywhere has all your information and it's all on the f- page but. If it's playing on Spotify or something else, it won't be there. So at least give us your website and info and your contact
2: information. Okay, so for Hypnosis New Zealand, it's Uh, Um, www.hypnosisnewzealand.co.nz.
1: Slow that down, please.
2: Slow it down. (laughs) www.hypnosisnewzealand.co.nz. So it's quite an easy one. <laughs> uh, yeah, if you, um, for my for my email, it's it's very similar info at nz. Fortunately, it's very easy to remember.
1: <laughs> oh, and, so, it, and if they don't remember, they can get a hold of me and I'll make sure they yeah. get in contact.
2: And if you look up hypnosis in New Zealand on Google, yeah, come up you'll find hy-
1: it. Yeah,
2: you'll be there. Yeah, and... Yeah, and I'm I'm quite happy for people to friend me on Facebook. Um, my Facebook is full of hypnotherapists, and for people to message me privately on Facebook, that's pretty much where I do most of my
1: uh, messaging now. Most of your contacting. Yeah, well, this is the last thirty minutes, and I really appreciated you coming all the way from New Zealand to talk to me. Yeah, <laughs> and we'll be talking again sometime soon. And I just want to say goodbye to everybody, and we'll see you next week. See you later.
0: Thank you for being a part of the show today. Be sure to tune in next Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel for another edition of Hypnosis Everywhere, The Simpson Protocol, with host Inez Simpson. We can't wait to have you join us again next week.